Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Into the happy hour we go. 501 in about 3, 2, 1. 501 on the clock, Tony Gwynn Jr. Matt Scraby, Chris Ello. What is it? The, 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 what? The Doom of... Uh, the Doom of Dome. The Doom of Dome. Yes, the Doom of Dome in Laramie, Wyoming. <laughs> what? Chris Ello will be back Monday. Uh, we'll be sure to uh, give him a hard time about missing a day. Uh Let's go to the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Uh, the Twins, quite active. They get Carlos Correa, and today they get Pablo Lopez. Uh, and we've brought Dan Hayes on of The Athletic to talk about those moves. Dan, always a pleasure to catch up. How are you? you staying, are you staying uh, warm? I am. <clears throat> yeah, because it's indoors only at this part of the year. <laughs> Although, you know what, I got some Palm Desert this week. I was, I was out there for a few days, I, you know. You never can get away from Southern California for too long. So I made sure to get some sun, but now it's back to, you know, Oof. 32 degrees. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, that's tough. That's tough to hear for a it Southern It was 52 Cali- here this morning and I was freezing. So, yeah. well, well, let's, let's talk a little. Hey, 32 is wonderful here, by the way. <laughs> I told you, Tony. I was I about to say, you. there's probably some cats with short sleeves on, uh, in 32 <laughs> out that way. That's, that's good weather in, in Minnesota. Um, let's talk about this move today. Pablo Lopez, who has been rumored to a bunch of different teams, including the Padres, uh, the Twins Twins get this done. Uh, they give up Luis uh, uh, Arias, and um, they get Pablo Lopez and two prospects. This seems like a, a really good trade for the Minnesota Twins. You know what? I, I think it is on a value standpoint, without question. Um, it On the sentimental side, it's definitely tough. Yeah. Uh, Luis Arias is one of those guys that, you love to root for. And, um, you know, he came up in, in 2019 and has just hit ever since and won a batting title last year. Um, actually, August of that year, Terry Francona walked Luis Arise with Brad Hand on the mound. So it was a lefty-lefty. He walked him for a right-hander, and, and we asked him after the game why. And he said, because he reminds me of Rod Carew or Tony Gwynn. Mm. And, you know, when you hear those about a rookie who's three months in, and it's Terry Francona saying that, you, you take a step back and, and you notice, I mean, look, he gives amazing plate appearances. He is a very tough out. He has swagger. He has that confidence. He'll watch a pitch. He'll take it. Uh, if it's a ball, he shakes his head. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, and, he does. You know, there's, there's just something about his at-bats that are, you know, they, they get the team fired up. And so you lose something there. On the other hand, the Twins absolutely needed pitching. And they need – guys that can be number twos and number threes. And, and Pablo Lopez fits that bill without yeah. question. He's 
you know, every, every scout that has reached out about this trade said the twins did a really good job because what they did was they got a, they turned a, a player who is a great hitter, but has no home position really has uh, no speed has, has probably bad knees um, and, and turned him into a good pitcher and two good prospects. And uh, from that standpoint, I think the twins did really well, um, but you know, their fans are a little bit upset because Luis Arise all-star last year, definitely a popular player. And, and it's tough when you kind of develop those, uh, those, you know, sentimental feelings for players. And, and he's certainly been an enjoyable guy. Well, yeah, I, I definitely saw Luis Arise when he came here to to San Diego, and you you got you had I had heard some rumblings about the comparisons to my dad. I got to tell you, I was pretty impressed, man. He the way he can command the zone, use the whole field. He's got some. He got a little thump in there, so you can't uh, just groove it in there. Uh, with that being said, this is a, a guy that the Twins were willing to trade because they needed the pitch, and Pablo Lopez seems to fit that spot. How does how does this organization after this move feel about their team? Because this, as we talked about last time, you are this team was in it going into September uh, and, and kind of floundered from that point on. Uh, they've made some nice moves. I mean, the addition to, to bring back Carlos Correa. Um, now you add Pablo Lopez. This is at the makings to to make this a, a, a tough AL Central fight with the Guardians. Yeah, it will. Uh, they look. They were somewhere around projected wins eighty five, eighty six after Correa. I, I would imagine this will be a wash as far as Lopez versus Arise. Um, Arise is definitely a two, three win player somewhere in that range. And, and Lopez probably projects maybe a little bit more than that if he has another season like last year. Um, they're definitely competitors. What they did right now was they, they put their rotation, which has three guys, Sonny Gray, Tyler Malley, and Kenta Maeda, who all had some injuries last year. And what you've done is, you put Bailey over who also had injuries and was looking at as your number five. And, you know, he's a, a pretty good number five. He's had a 382 ERA over 31 major league starts. He's, he's going to be a solid guy. He might start the year at AAA. And, and I think what they've done is they've really learned from what happened last year. You know, Mally and Sonny Gray missed most of September and October for them last year. They don't want to be in that position again. They want to have as many options as possible and, Behind that first five, six guys they have, you know, they have a lot of young arms that they're excited about. And so it definitely is probably learning those lessons from last year. I think that, you know, Arise had hamstring issues down the stretch. Um, I think they really wanted to get away from the the possibility. He, you know, he had an ACLA tour in 2017. He's had knee issues. Uh, for a guy that's 26, I think they saw some potential problems coming and, and we're trying to capitalize on a, on a great season last year. Um, and you're right. He uses the entire field. He hits for power. Sometimes that's something that came along last year. Um, he really has taken ownership of his, of his pe- uh, preparation, you know, working out with Nelson Cruz in the off season and, and getting the legs stronger and, and losing some of that baby fat and basically trying to make himself a more complete player. But, you know, I, I think when the twins experienced what they did, they knew that they needed to get away from, injuries going forward uh it's one of the reasons Correa signed there was because they think that you know he thinks that they can be a winner with some of their younger players and they were also able to you know get some value back in that farm system because they traded eight guys at the deadline last year prospects um in order to get Tyler Malley Michael Fulmer and, and Jorge Lopez so they were you know they they depleted that farm system a little bit and in Jose Salas they get a, a really good prospect he's 
infielder, I think he stole 33 bases last year, 340 on base, even though he spent, you know, all of the season at single A as a 19-year-old. He's a really young player and, and was able to, to be consistent getting on base. I think we'll see some step in, him stepping up a little bit this year. He's a nice hit tool. So, you know, when you get a guy like that um, as part of this too, I think they feel pretty good about what they were able to get back. We're talking to Dan Hayes of The Athletic here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline talking about the Twins, and one player that fans here in San Diego are definitely familiar with is Chris Paddock. He signed a three-year extension on Wednesday with the Twins for $12.5 million. Now, it was a little bit of a surprise for me because he is coming off of a Tommy John surgery. He's had one before. He's had elbow issues in the past. Um, What do they expect out of Chris Paddock here over the, the length of that three years? Yeah, I think they were trying to buy low, essentially, because they really liked what they saw last year before he got hurt. It was only five starts, but he he really impressed them. Um, And I I think they hope that they can get more of that. But you're right. It's a big question with that second Tommy John. You know, there's not a lot of history of guys coming back from that. Um, it's It's a big risk, I guess. But that's why they were willing to take it, because... They gave him two and a half million this year. He was already going to earn that through arbitration. So there was really no raise this year. And he's not going to get back until probably August of this year at the earliest. Um, it, I think the, the gamble is that he can find some of what he had um, next year and the following year and that they bought out that first free agency season for, you know, a really good price. Because if you get Chris Paddock for 30 starts and, and the ERA is even four, um, over that third year, seven and a half million dollars. You're going to feel pretty good about that value. Um, I, I think it's, it's worth the risk. This is a team that, you know, like I said earlier, they have three uh, free agents coming up at the end of this season and the pitching staff, they, they constantly have been looking for guys. They haven't been able to develop at home uh, much over the course of this franchise's uh, front office right now. So the hope is that they can, you know, through trades, whether it's, and, and you look at pretty much everybody in the rotation right now. Everybody has come in with the exception of Bailey Ober through a trade. So they need to keep some of these guys around a little bit. Um, they, they would love to have some of their, their own young guys develop in time, but this buys them time to extend Paddock and, and get that extra year. And that's why getting Lopez, not just for this year, but next year too, is an important deal because, you know, right now you're looking at Paddock and, and Lopez and uh, Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober as their starters next year. That's not as daunting as the last couple of years. There have been at least three uh, seasons the last four years where they needed three or more starters to fill out the rotation at the start of the offseason. So I think they're trying to cut down the legwork and uh, be able to enjoy a few more Mai Tais at the pool. So that's, that's just my guess. <laughs> Uh, Dan Hayes of The Athletic joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Dan, uh, the WBC kicks off for the first time in quite a bit of time this year. Uh, Caribbean and I are going to be talking about this later. The Padres roster is going to be affected immensely by this in terms of a normal spring training. Because this, is, by all accounts, is the first normal spring training I think we've had since maybe before the pandemic. Um, is Are the Twins going to be affected as much by uh, the WBC, some of their guys? going off to play yeah you know Correa has not been determined yet I know that's a big one uh, obviously with questions about the ankle um, who knows what how that plays out but the the twins definitely have I don't know a handful I, last we counted you know guys that were on 50-man roster it was somewhere around eight to ten yeah. um, I think that 
you know, they were looking into it and talking, you know, you can see that they're prepping for it because they're bringing, I think six non-roster catchers to camp um, and, and really prepping for it. Cause you know, there are two guys, there's a possibility one of those two, whether it's Christian Vasquez um, or Ryan Jeffers goes, I don't know if Jeffers will just cause he's so young, but they're, they're loading up on, on veterans to bring into camp and, yeah, it's it's going to be uh, an impact. I mean, two weeks in the middle of it, but at the same time, you know, it, it makes it so much more interesting because the, the level of ball is so much fun. Um, having been to it a couple times at Petco yeah. uh, and just seeing, you know, it's it's so much more interesting than spring training as long as guys are <laughs> – as, as, only ha- having covered it in person, and I know you've played it a zillion times, it just – Around day 21, you're like, are we done yet? Man. Are we done yet? And like, can we go home it's, now? <laughs> no doubt. It's uh, So it should be interesting for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Dan, as always, man, hopefully we get a chance to catch up during the season. We, You know, the Padres and Twins will face off. So I look forward to seeing you at that point. Until then, thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll do this again. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Dan Hayes of The Athletic on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Scraby and I are going to get into it. Padres roster will be immensely affected by the WBC, too. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Matter of fact, when we return. Oh, actually... We'll do new, uh, NFL news and notes, but no, no, we can do. We, we no, can mix that in. We'll there? do both of those. Right, we'll do, we'll both. do both of those. I was just giving you the the no traffic. Yeah, all thank right. You. More going to Chris on the way. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Scraping here. 
Quinn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Chris is in Laramie, Wyoming. Tony and I have been holding down the fort all day. Tony just stepped out for one second. He will be right back. But as we're waiting for Tony, we can talk about the daily fantasy teams that we picked a little bit earlier today. But first, uh, I wanted to uh, read you one thing. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Viejas Casino and Resort. With my Viejas players, earn the fastest points with more rewards, bigger discounts, and better perks. Epic VIP parties, luxury giveaways, the most exclusive promotions in San Diego. Better, faster, more Viejas Casino and Resort. So Tony and I did a uh, daily fantasy draft a little bit earlier in the show, and it didn't quite go as well as I thought it was going to go, but here are how the teams ended up for our daily fantasy draft. Tony, his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, wide receiver, Zach Paschal, Wide receiver Sky Moore, running back Jarek McKinnon, running back Miles Sanders, Travis Kelsey at tight end, Eagles defense, and A.J. Brown flex. I Winning. T- winning is what you say? Winning. That's what Charlie Sheen said. Yeah, yeah, he did. He said a lot of things during around that time. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I took Brock Purdy as my quarterback, and I'm really um, not liking that move. You saved up some money. I saved up some money. I definitely <laughs> saved money because Patrick Mahomes was like one of the most expensive guys on there. And Brock Purdy was like $7,000. Uh, so I go Brock Purdy, T. Higgins, and Devontae Smith are my wide receivers. Saquads Barkley and Tony Pollard, my running backs. George Kittle, tight end. New York Giants defense. And Ayuk in the flex. We're going to have to eventually start calling Saquon by his real name or I might start permanently calling him Saquon. That would be amazing if you met him somehow and you were like, hey, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> He's like, what? I think he kind of uh, calls himself he, he that. Would, he would get it immediately. Oh, yeah. because I know he knows yeah. he has. He's got quads of huge steel. Quads. Yeah. Just huge. But uh, So those are our teams. We'll update you on Monday how our fa- daily fantasy teams went. As Tony told you when we were headed to break, we're going to be talking about the Padres and the WBC. Yeah. Uh, so WBC, very entertaining. World Baseball Classic. Yes, I'm sorry. World Baseball Classic. Um for those who are unfamiliar, it has, it's been a while, pre-pandemic, uh, since we've had uh, the last one. And it was it was awesome. The U.S. is the reigning champs going into this year. Um, but there are, as you know, baseball is a, is a melting pot in terms of the world. Yeah. There are a ton of players representing. And the Padres, by my count, have 10. Uh, 10? Man, yes. Manny Machado, Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz, and Luis Garcia. Uh, Xander Bogarts, Yu Darvish, Hassan Kim, Nabil Krizmat, and then Nick Martinez and Seth Lugo. Wow. Uh, that is a lot. It's a ton of guys. Some, some pretty important pieces, too. But as I said, we talked about, it's going to leave for some, some guys to at least get their name in the hat or put their names on the radar because there's going to be a lot of playing time available. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know. For, These for, are where they can scout. They can find the guys that maybe will take a will go to the next level themselves. Right. You, they just you, need playing if, time. If you're not a top prospect and you're getting some playing time going into spring training because these guys are are going to be missing, um, you can certainly put your name or open some eyes by playing in big league games and doing some good things. Uh, see Manny Juan Nelson. Luis Garcia, all will be representing the Dominican Republic. It's kind of a stacked team. Xander Bogarts, <laughs> Netherlands. Okay. Uh, U Darvish, Japan. Uh-huh. Hassan Kim, Korea. Nabil Krizmet, Colombia. Nick Martinez, USA. Obviously. Yep. And then Seth Luco, Puerto Rico. Wow. 
Did you? Did, is this right? We only have one USA member from the Padres, Nick Martinez. Sounds about right. And we're we're not. We've talked about this before, but we're not worried about what the World Baseball Classic will do I, to the guys. I've told you guys. I've always felt like for position players, you don't need to worry. They're going to play, and 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 really, they're going to be playing in meaningful baseball games a lot earlier than everybody else. So, um, which could be a good thing and a bad thing. Sometimes spring training is good because you can go slow. You can kind of just get your, your yourself into that spot. And these games are going to – these guys, whether whether they know it now or not, those who haven't played, they're going to they're gonna be going, you know, pretty tight, pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. You're going to want to win these games. So, you know, whereas in a, in, a, in a spring training game, you might get two at-bats. There might be something specific you're working on at the plate. Mm. You can throw that out the window in these World Baseball Classic games. Yeah, these, you're trying to these win. mean something. Right. You're trying I, to win. I think you, Darvish, just said in the past that the World Baseball Classic was and very And so for position to... players, you don't worry. About, I, I, it doesn't seem like that's something you worry about. As a matter of fact, uh, Bob Melvin is quoted in this, in this article by Dennis Lynn. He says, I, I, I'm, I'm actually fine with anybody wanting to play in the WBC because I, I want, I'd want to go. <laughs> he said, I know some organizations may, maybe even ours, are trying to get guys not to, but I'm just the opposite. I'm all for these guys being able to compete in something like this because for a lot of them, it might be their first and only time to be able to represent your country. It's unlike anything else. He also goes on to say, as far as position players go, I, I don't have much concern because those guys are going to play for the most part. Now, pitchers are a little bit different, yeah. right? You got Darvish. Uh, you got Chrisman, you got Garcia, Garcia, Nick Martinez, Martinez and yeah. Lugo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I would imagine it's they'll they'll find a, some workarounds in order to get guys work, but they probably won't be able to do it in the game as much, right? Because there's only so many games. Yeah, There'll be a lot of bullpen sessions to try to keep your your pitch count up and things of that nature. So it's a little more complicated for the pitchers, but uh, certainly uh, something to keep an eye on. Ten guys at this point who will. A, I mean, that, that is a ton. Some guys will stay away longer than others because some teams will get eliminated pretty yeah. early. And then they get to come home. And they come back to spring training. What were you saying? It was 21 days that this, this whole thing lasts? Uh, I don't know if that was me who said that. I don't know where I heard that from. <laughs> it was a ghost speaking into my ear. But I, I can just imagine it being like, after you lose, you know it's a bummer and everything. But all right, now back to spring training. Yeah. Everything's good. Get your mind right. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to some NFL news and notes. All right, let's do that. So let's start with... Trevor Lawrence, he is trolling the Kansas City Chiefs fans. Uh, he's feeling himself these days, as he should, as he should. But he said he doesn't think the Chiefs fans at Arrowhead Stadium are going to be much louder than Jaguars fans from last Saturday. And the Chiefs fans took that as a personal attack. And so now they were going to be even louder on tomorrow, tomorrow morning, or tomorrow afternoon, midday. Uh, I have a hard time. Believing that the Jacksonville fans were that Me loud. too. Like, they haven't been to the playoffs in decades. You know how many videos I saw on Twitter decades. of... They went a couple years ago. But you know how many videos I saw on Twitter of uh, Jaguars fans asleep during the end of the game because they didn't watch the comeback because they didn't think there was a comeback? Yeah, I, I you know, I think as a young quarterback, except unless your name is Joe Burrow, you should probably just not say a whole lot. Just go out and... Just throw your dimes. Yeah, not not rile up the fans even more to give them a reason to right. be even louder. Uh, so the Colts are looking for a head coach, and Jeff Saturday officially was interviewed by the Colts here in the last couple days. 
Now, he was the interim head coach after they fired Frank Reich, and he went 1-7 in his interim um started out stint. so great. It started out so great. <laughs> he won his first game, yeah. and then they just didn't do anything right the rest of the season. That was it. That was it. I don't know why they really even interviewed him, because they already know what they're getting. If they're going to hire him, they're going to hire him. I feel like they're going to hire him. I guess you. I guess you. You could never. Uh, you never, could never tell with Jim. Is, what was Jim Ursay. Yeah. I always would call him Israel. It's Ursay. He he doesn't even know half the time. I shouldn't say that. That it's was a, right. that was a mean thing to say. I'm sorry, Mister Ursay. Uh, so Jeff Saturday interviews. We'll see what happens there. Demar Hamlin. He is. We're getting more and more information on him and how he is doing now that he is out of the hospital. I know that he's been going to Bill's facility here in the last uh, week or so. He's been going a couple of the days. He's trying to get into a, a routine. He's trying to get back into some sort of life that was that was before football. Uh, the more I hear about him, and obviously I'm not a doctor, but it sounds like he might not ever play again. Um, I, I just think it's too early. It is too early. A, it is too early. I, it was it. Um, Sean McDermott made it a point to call it. He said baby, baby he said, steps. He said steps, and then he changed it to baby steps. Yes. And so it's just a wait and see. I mean, my man had to be yeah. revived on the field. Like, that's yeah. not a, a small thing. I know, you know, it, it was touch and go for like 48 hours after. So here's uh, what his uh, spokesperson said DeMar still requires oxygen and is having his heart monitored regularly to ensure that there are no setbacks or after effects. Though he is able to visit the team's facility, DeMar is not in a position to travel often and requires additional rest to help his body heal. So, I mean, the the fact that we're even talking about him healing is the best part of this whole thing. Right. We should just remove football from the equation for a little bit. Uh, Micah Parsons is talking a lot these days, Tony. And I, I Micah Parsons is good enough to talk. So... He's been saying about the 49ers, and this article called it a truth bomb about the 49ers, which I didn't well, like what is much. What is Micah's truth bomb this time? Uh, I don't think they've faced anyone like us before. Stop it, bro. You know how many times people have said that? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, Micah, you, you, you just... You just you, there's zero reason to... You know what? You know, you know, kudos to him, man. Maybe he really believes that. He said, we hear what everybody's saying. We hear it. No way the Cowboys are going to win. No way. Honestly, I think you should feed into it. You should love that stuff. When no one believes in you, that's the feeling. Not when everyone believes in you. And the Kool-Aid is up and everyone's smiling like, they can't lose. They're too good. I don't want that feeling because then it's like, damn, what if I don't win? When you're directly at the bottom, you can only go up. I really you're not like, directly at the bottom. I really Michael. like being the underdog. Yeah, they're not Stop at the bottom. It, People are saying that this game is going to be an upset. What was their record? Uh, ten, uh, 12 11, and 5. 12 and 5. 11 and 6. That's like the second or third best record in the NFC, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, they're Stop fine. it, bro. Yeah, they're fine. I know. But, he's trying to create some type of... He doesn't need to, though. Just go play, bro. He doesn't need to. He says the whole thing the about Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. That didn't, that didn't, did, that, did that go their way? Did they no. end up winning that game? No, they, they got lost. crushed, they got I crushed. believed. I don't know if they got crushed, but I know they lost. Right? They lost, yeah. It, it's just you, you don't really need... To say just go play ball, man. Um, a lot of there. This is a, a something that's developing, but there is being talked about more and more now that there's this neutral site AFC Championship game that they're going to start doing playoff games neutral site. Who said that? Uh, some of the NFL reporters, rumors, stuff like that. They haven't even seen how this one's going to go yet. Well, they're probably already selling a bunch of tickets, and they're like, "Let's do this." But that's stupid. I think it's stupid too. There is only one neutral site game, the Super Bowl. Let the fans that pay their pay to see the game 
see their team at a, in a home right. field advantage Don't, situation. Uh, listen, we get it. Circ- uh, circumstances forced this to happen this year, but don't take away home field advantage from a team that earned it. Like You're just right. to go neutral, like that, that don't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Okay, the last one uh, we talked about Lamar Jackson all week, basically, and Greg Roman, who helped Lamar Jackson to an MVP, he has been fired. So the, what the Ravens are telling Lamar, according to reports, is that he is able to choose the OC or at least help choose the OC, have some input on it. And yesterday, the team was it John Harbaugh that said that they are two hundred percent going to resign or they're going to get Lamar Jackson in a Ravens uniform for next year. He I, said that the GM said that he thinks Lamar wants to retire a Ravens. So I mean, retire a Ravens. They're feeling the pretty guy good. Doesn't in, want to play right they're now. They're feeling pretty good in Baltimore. It sounds like. I don't feel that. <laughs> From all the way across the coast, I feel like Lamar Jackson hates the Ravens. But if they're going to give him decision making input, then. That's things other teams can't do. Listen, the funny thing is, you can you can already hear you know because Roman was let go. Of that you got to remember, Lamar Jackson came out of a pro style offense in college. Yeah, he did. So this whole offense that you know Greg Roman, which was terrific, it won him a, a, an MVP. Yeah, it did. It's not as though that has they brought that offense to cater towards Lamar Jackson. He played in a pro style offense prior to getting uh, to the NFL. So, so it's not like Greg Roman was the one. Right, right. I mean, it, it was certainly him. a unique and efficient offense. It was one of the best offenses in the league each year. So uh, when when Lamar Jackson was, was at the quarterback position. So we'll see. It certainly is an enticing thing to be able to pick the guy you're going to work with for hopefully the remainder of your career. Yeah, you want a guy that's going to work around you and make you better. Uh, I, I heard... Who was it? Um, oh, Eric Williams tweeted this, but Greg Roman's going to be interviewing for a card Arizona Cardinals job. Hollywood Brown went from the Ravens because he wasn't happy with the offense, and now he's in the Cardinals, and now Greg Roman may be hired <laughs> as the offensive coordinator of the Cardinals. Hey, would have. Uh, last one. The Bengals have officially ruled out their guard, Alex Kappa, and their tackle, Jonah Williams. So their left tackle and their right guard Ooh. are going to be out. Uh, uphill battle for the Ooh. for the Bengals. Uphill battle. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to be missing those type of dudes uh, no. come this time of year. Also, the uh, article that I was just reading said in the title, 49ers haven't been this healthy all year. So just putting out there, too. You know, <laughs> Mike, I'm rooting for you guys, just so you know. I know you said that when you're at the bottom, even though you're nowhere near the bottom. But he, he's, he's at the bottom. He's not at the bottom, buddy. But I'm rooting for you guys. You're not rooting for the Niners? I, you know what my picks I are. I know. I know. I'm trying to. Turn it. No, it's not. not All right. Okay. All How right. about them cowboys? I can't wait to say I hope I get to say that on Monday. Are you going to wear a cowboy hat to, not to a the studio? Not a, <laughs> not a chance. All right. When we get back, Jim Trotter, interview of the week. He was on with us earlier this week talking about the playoffs and obviously just a lot of other stuff in the NFL. So we'll hear from him when we get back on 97.3, The Fan. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. We're just uh, rolling you guys through this uh, journey of ours. It has been a journey. It has been. It certainly has been. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Macy's. This week at Macy's, get an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card, plus stock up and save with an amazing 25 to 70% off-season in-clearance deals at Macy's. Savings off-sale, clearance prices, 
exclusions apply. There you go. Uh, 70%. I'm into that. 70% off. Man, you're paying nothing at 70%. You really are. I'm going to go to Macy's after like the show. one item. That's all I need. That's all I need. I'm going to take a sock home. <laughs> all right. Uh, Jim Trotter joined us earlier this week. If you missed it, you're in luck. You're going to get to hear it again. First, however, here's some traffic. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is none other than Jim Trotter, NFL.com. Jim, thank you for your time. How are you today? I'm good. How you guys doing? We are well. Judging from uh, your Twitter, uh, you obviously were watching the Chargers Jags game, and uh, you had some, you had some, you had some, uh, some, some, some comments at least on on Twitter about what transpired. How what the direction of this organization was going to go and turned out to be right. Uh, they announced that they're, they're going to keep Staley uh, on board. They still believe in him. Um, this seems like a move, at least on its surface. This is a team, a, a, a head coach that has gotten his team better every year he's been there so far. But he has received a lot of flack this, uh, over the last few seasons. Yeah, yes, and and when you blow a twenty-seven nothing lead. Um... I think it's appropriate that you receive some flack. So, um, look, guys, it, it's people always ask me, you know, what's going to happen, and when I tell them, they always think that I'm saying that that's what I would do. It's not necessarily the script that I would follow, but this is the script that ownership and the club have decided that they want to follow, and they believe that Brandon Staley is going to grow into this job. Remember, he got the the job five years out of. Um, coaching at the D3 level. So um, he's a young guy, relatively speaking, and and have there been some mistakes? Yes. But they believe that the team has improved under him. They believe that, you know, two years, no losing seasons, one playoff appearance. Um, The players clearly um, play for him in their mind, and they believe that, that, you know, he coached them through a difficult year in terms of injuries and whatnot. So it doesn't excite a lot of people, but you know that's their their feeling about it, and and we are where we are. Jim, you sat through more chargering charger losses than anybody probably covering this team down here in San Diego, and 
Uh, everybody I think, in San... I think Nick can't, Nick Canapa's probably. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, so. poor Nick's probably had to sit through a few more. But as a beat writer, it was up to you to break it all down after every one of those playoff disasters. Uh, and it just seems that people in San Diego are all nodding their heads Saturday night and going, yeah, yeah, we've seen this act so many times before. Is there really anything to this that the Chargers organization just, for whatever reason, whether it's from the top or just something inside this building that keeps it from winning, or is it just dumb luck? That's a great question, Chris, and I wish I had an answer. Um, there, there just have been some stupefying losses um, by this franchise, at least since, as you say, I started covering it, which was back in, what, 96, I believe, 95, 96. Yeah. Um, things that I just can't you you can't explain. It, it just makes no sense. You know, look. They, yes, they blew a twenty-seven zero lead, and and um, you know the next day I see Rex Ryan talking about you know you've got to be fired. There's no experienced coach would do this, and the reality is that that's a crock. Um, Andy Reid's team was up um, thirty-eight to ten and lost a playoff game. Um, his first playoff in Kansas City. Bill Belichick has blown big leads. Um, you can go down the list of, of head coaches who have experienced head coaches, Hall of Fame coaches who have who have blown big leads before. So it's not unique to Brandon Staley, but that one hurt, you know, from the standpoint that you felt like, or at least I did to some degree, that watching this team overcome some of the things that it, it overcame this year, that it was in, you know, a good position there. When you force five turnovers, yeah. you're plus five in the in the, the um, turnover differential. And again, you're up 27 nothing. I don't think it's unreasonable to think that you, that team is going to win. So um, when they didn't, there's a reason for everyone to be upset and, and um, to not get it. And, and, you know, you can say that every playoff loss hurts, but I think it hurts a little more when you feel like you've got a game in hand yeah. and then you don't win it. So... Look, you know, Brandon Staley, I, I, personally speaking, I need to get to know him a little better. Um, I haven't spent a lot of time with him um, because I really want to try and figure out more as I go forward this year kind of who this guy is and what he's about because um, he had the one year as a defensive coordinator with the Rams with all that talent. They finished number one in points and yards, and so people started calling him the defensive guru and all of that. One year does not make a career or a resume. Right. So there's a lot here that, that I want to learn from him. I want to see if he's going to grow into it. And um, I'm not writing the guy off um, because, you know, as you know, Chris, as a journalist, you try and hopefully take the emotion out of the equation. But, yeah, that was a hard one. Yeah. Um, and I think that from a franchise that has had so many crazy losses to me that one in terms of, of just being painful was right up at the top of the list yeah uh, that goes for for people who may not consider themselves Charger fans it was still hard to watch yeah that lead <laughs> disappear Jim Trotter joins us here on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline and Jim uh Justin Herbert by you know most of people's accounts this is a, a quarterback that's going to be at the very top of the list uh at least the way he looks right now they move on from the offensive coordinator. Is, is is there a specific direction they're looking to go in in terms of Justin Herbert and this offense? Because they clearly have a, a ton of weapons on, on that side of the ball. Yeah, they do. And, and look, I call this sort of the scapegoat season yeah. around this time where um, guys get thrown under the bus and it wasn't necessarily all their fault. 
And for any faults that Joe Lombardi may have had, the reality is the head coach could have said in that game, Joe, run the ball more mm, yeah. in the second half. And so um, what I found interesting interesting in, in Brandon's press conference yesterday is the vision that he talked about for offense. And um, I'm thinking in my mind, why were these things that couldn't have taken place during the season? You know, as a head coach, you do have um, influence in terms of what you want your offense to look like and, and – um, you know, schematically what you want to do and run past balance, what you want to do, all those sorts of things. So um, I'm fascinated to see where he goes with this from here because um, I hear all these people talking about, you know, go out and get someone who's more creative or who's going to do this for for Justin in terms of putting him in better positions and this, that, and the other. And, and um, as you said, there's a ton of talent on that side of the ball. Yeah. And if they all stay healthy, you would expect that they would be able to do some positive things. I, I don't know what direction he's going to go. I just know what he said his vision is. And that's why I'm curious to see what he does. Because when he says something like experience doesn't matter um, in that position, mm. I'm thinking to myself already that's got, you know, um, some red flags for me. So we'll wait and see what he does. Jim Trotter is with us from NFL.com. Jim, uh, playoffs coming up this weekend. Uh, Dallas-San Francisco seems to stand out. Uh, it's been a marquee playoff matchup for many years. Cincinnati-Buffalo revisits the DeMar Hamlin game a little bit, uh, whether we want to think it does or not. Everyone's going to be thinking about him. Uh, are these the two games to watch this weekend, or are you going to be looking elsewhere? You know what? Um, I'll be at the the San Francisco Dallas game, so obviously I've got a lot of interest in that one. Um, and I understand, you know, the interest in in the Buffalo uh, Cincinnati game and the reasons behind it. But I'm I'm also curious about this Philadelphia New York um, game from the standpoint that look, Philly has been the team all year in terms of being out in front of the pack record wise and all of that and. Um, just how good it is. But I look at how the Giants are playing right now, and the fact that you're playing a division opponent and you're playing that opponent for the third time this year, um, you know each other well. And typically when division opponents play each other in the playoffs, the games are usually fairly close. The fact that Philadelphia um, has been banged up of late down the stretch, particularly people talk about Jalen Hurts, and I, and I understand why that's the focal point. For me, I'm I'm most concerned about Lane Johnson. Um, I think that offensive line is not the same when he's not in there, and he impacts a lot of what Philadelphia does offensively in terms of its protections and whatnot. So I would not be shocked if the Giants won this game. Um, I still think you have to stay with Philadelphia at this point because of the way that it is played all year, the fact that the game is in Philadelphia, the fact that Jalen Hurts, um, you have to believe we'll be healthy in this game. But it would not shock me at all if, if, if the Giants won this, won this game based on how they played you know, last weekend. Jim, you mentioned scapegoat season. And one of the offensive coordinators uh, that was fired today was Byron Leftwich. This is a guy who two years ago, three years ago, was up for a head coaching job in, in Jacksonville. And, and really almost seemed like, at least reportedly, had basically been handpicked by Tom Brady uh, as Bruce Arians left out. Uh, where where is he at now? He can't have been. He can't have forgotten how to be an offensive coordinator to call an offense in one year. It seems like Tom Brady might have been the the piece that that let him down most this year. 
Yeah, Tony, it, it wasn't even two, three years ago. It was just last season. No, Remember, it, yeah. um, it was it was the Jacksonville job was basically his, and he pulled out of it um, because he couldn't get some things he wanted, insurance assurances he wanted in terms of who he was going to work with in the front office. So I agree with you. When I say scapegoat season, he's the prime example yeah. because people tend to forget. You know, they look at, at when Tom Brady was there and, and how how well that offense functioned Tom's first two years. But the year before that, Jameis Winston was the quarterback. Jameis threw for over 5,000 yards and 33 touchdowns. Now, he also threw 30 interceptions, but I wouldn't put that on the offensive coordinator. So, clearly, Byron Leftwich knows offenses and knows how to call plays. Um, we tend to give Tom a break. Tom played poorly this year. Yeah. Um, let's not sugarcoat it. At 45 years old, you could see a guy, if you compare his tape this year to his earlier years, you could see a guy who didn't want to get hit and who was seeing the rush before the rush even got there at times. So the reality is if you're going to play quarterback in the NFL, you've got to give something to get something. Usually what you give is your body. It means you're going to stand in that pocket and take a hit to deliver a pass for a big play. Tom was not doing that this year, and I'm not blaming him for that. If I had that offensive line in front of me, I might have been looking at the rush as well. <laughs> but the reality is he did not play well. Mike Evans did not play well. Leonard Fournette did not play well. And he had three new starters along that offensive line going into the year. So for Byron Leftwich to have to take the fall to me is unfortunate because people start looking at him. Right. And it was not all just him. And I'm not saying that he was perfect in every way. But what it also reflects, too, is not just him, but head coaches who will you know, to save their own jobs, will get rid of members of their staff. And whether we're talking Tampa Bay, whether we're talking the Chargers or other places, it happens every year around this time. And that's why I say it's scapegoat season, because men who shouldn't be taking the full blame for things often end up being the ones thrown under the bus. Jim, your insight is always perfect. We appreciate you coming. It should be a, a fun weekend here with uh, more playoff football coming. We'll, we'll catch up with you later. Thanks so much, Jim. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jim Trotter of NFL.com. On the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. That's going to do it for this week of shows. We'll have our answers in the NFL playoffs. Will the Niners advance? Well, hopefully. For Scraby's sake, they do. Uh, Chris will be back Monday as well. And PGA vet Charlie Hoffman will join the show. I'm looking forward to talking to Charlie's. Get our season started off right. 2023. All right, guys. Have a good night. Peace. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.